Hello and welcome to another episode of 5-Minute Discipleship. 5-Minute Discipleship aims to give you bite-sized chunks of discipleship that hopefully the Lord can use to bless you in Jesus. So uh, today's episode, we're going to be looking at counselor. And um, with this idea in mind of a counselor, you know, recently something happened to me in my life um, where (laughs) I was going through kind of a hard time. And as I was praying with some of the people um, that were was walking me through that, God spoke something really profound to me through the prayer. The Holy Spirit really convicted me. And the Spirit rem- had me remember this truth that what anyone can intend for evil, God can intend for good. Or even to say it another way, any kind of evil in your life that comes your way or that you might cause, God, the God of the impossible, the God who can do anything, can then turn that evil and make good out of it. So my question I want to ask you as we're kind of coming in, and we'll kind of go over here in just a second what this episode is about, is this this question. Have you ever had a really hard time in your life like me, like I just had recently? In today's episode, we want to look at God being our counselor. There are real problems and real circumstances in life where we need professional counseling. But I want to speak to this truth, that there is no one greater, there's no greater counselor for the human soul, no helper for the human heart and human mind that we need more than Jesus Christ. What I wanted to do today is look at a story. We're gonna actually be in uh, Mark chapter five. Um, We're gonna be looking at some of those first verses, maybe uh, maybe one through 20. So if you have a Bible or if you have a Bible app, go ahead and go to Mark five. That's what we're gonna be in. But in today's story, we're gonna see someone who is consumed by by darkness. His world is shattered. His mind is broken and unsteady. His hope is lost. His neighbors and his friends have forsaken him and left him all alone. And he is there in solitary confinement, in suffering, in darkness, left to endure all of this on his own. And then Jesus shows up. As we come into our story, I want us to kind of use this lens. I want to frame us in this frame of thought as we come into this story. I want you to imagine what life would be like for this man in this story. I want you to try to have some empathy and feel what he would be going through. Now, the definition for a counselor is a person trained to give guidance on personal, social, or psychological problems. So we're going to go ahead and read the first five verses of Mark 5 together, and we'll do that right now. On the other side of the sea, they arrived in the region of Garcinesias. As soon as Jesus got out of the boat, he was met by a man with an unclean spirit who was coming from the tombs. This man had been living in the tombs and could no longer be restrained, even with chains. Though he was often bound with chains and shackles, he had broken the chains and shattered the shackles. Now there was no one 
with a strength to subdue him. Night and day in the tombs and in the mountains, he kept crying out and cutting himself with stones. In the account in Luke, um, verse eight, uh, chapter 8, verse 29, we read even so as the demon possessed the man that he was driven by the demon into solitary places. You know, as we see this man who was possessed by the demons, we see that he lived in solitary, being rejected and, and thrown out of community into the place of the cemetery, the place of the dead, the place of darkness, right? Can you imagine what he went through? They shackled him in chains and they left him to wallow in his own suffering. The Bible is very clear that this man was not of sound mind, right? And was alone, no family, no friends, and was in darkness. And the first thing I want you to see in this story as we're getting into the second part is that as he came out of the boat, the Bible says that Jesus saw the man and he was, he was met the man head on. And what I want you to hear in that part of the story is no matter what darkness you're going through, no matter the trials, no matter the hardships, no matter what wrong you're walking through in life, that God sees you. There is no darkness that not only God doesn't see you, but no darkness that God's not going to walk through and bring you then through himself as your counselor. As we keep going here in Mark and we just recount some of the story, we see that after he meets the man, Jesus immediately confronts the demons and he commands the demons to come out of the man. The demons begged for mercy and Jesus sent them into the pigs. And as Jesus was getting back into the boat, the man who was completely healed of his demon possession begged to follow Jesus. But Jesus told him this. He said, go home to your own people. Tell them how the, what all that the Lord has done for you and what mercy he has shown you. You know, what we're going to see, what we see in this story is that no matter what the problems are in your life, no matter the darkness or the hardship or the trials, that Jesus confronts your problem head on. We see in this story the man immediately when he met him and immediately when he, when he bowed down before Jesus, Jesus knew everything about him and confronted his problems head on. And the same holds true for me and you. Jesus is a mighty counselor. He guides us, he directs us, and he directs our soul in the areas that we need to go. He confronts the areas that need to be confronted, and he casts out the darkness, and he brings us through the valleys. The other thing I want you to see is that this, this man actually had supernatural possession. There was demon possession that was happening in this man. And what we're seeing all around this story in Mark is how God is showing us that Jesus, his promised Messiah, the Savior of the world, that Jesus has all authority. And when I say he has all authority over all things, that's not just some things. That means Jesus has authority over life. He has authority over death. Jesus has authority over good. He has authority over evil. There is nothing in all of creation that Jesus is not over. 
Now what I want to do now is I want to go in. I want to come in now and just see how God counseled this man through this, this story, right? The first thing that we see is when Jesus met him. And the first truth I want you to see in God is that when God sees you, he has perfect knowledge. He knows everything you've been through in life. Can you imagine a counselor who could come to you with perfect knowledge of what you've gone through and what's to come and how God can wondrously and through all glory guide you and direct you and counsel you through your hardest times? And what we see in this story is that God had perfect knowledge of this man and knew exactly what he needed to do to help him. The second thing I want you to see with Jesus as counselor is that he is greater than any darkness in the world. There is no darkness, no suffering, no evil in this world that Jesus is not greater than. That is the hope of glory. That is the hope we cling to as Christians. And what I want you to hear is that no matter what your darkness is, God is greater and he can see you through that darkness. The next thing we see in the story is that the man in verse 6 in Mark 5, we see that the man went down on his knees and begged God and bade Jesus for help. No matter what darkness consumes you, no matter how far and how unworthy and unrighteous you feel that you are and you know that you are, Jesus always welcomes you with open arms when you come to him. And we see that here with a man. Not only did Jesus show mercy to the demons, but even greater still, Jesus showed mercy to the man. And he cast out the darkness that was in him and he brought him and healed him of his trial. <sighs> the other thing I want you to see is that God has the power to heal. God has the power to heal whatever ails your soul. Whatever darkness, whatever scars, whatever, no matter what you're going through, Jesus has the power to heal your soul, to give you a sound mind, and to set your feet again on solid ground. The last thing I want to see, and finally what I want to show you, in those last verses, Jesus told the man, go home to your own people. Tell them how much the Lord has done for you and what mercy has been shown you. Even though this man, after this incredible trial that he'd been through, all the hardship, the solitariness, the, the torment of what he went through being possessed, right? All he wanted to do was be with the one who healed him, the healer. He wanted to follow him and be his disciple. But Jesus had something greater for him in that time. It was his story. It was his testimony. God has a purpose. He had a purpose for this man, which was to go and to share the good news of the Savior, the one who has come, who heals all the darkness in all the world and healed him, specifically this man, and gave him back his mind and gave him back his peace and gave him back his life. 
that had been stolen from him for the darkness that had consumed him. God has a purpose for your life. The purpose means, the, the definition of purpose is the reason for which something is done, something is created, or for which something exists. God has a reason for your life. There is purpose. And so many times, just like this man, God has us go through the dark times, has us go through the hardship to realize our purpose. This man had a purpose to go and to share all that God had done through him. Can you imagine that when he went back to his hometown, which is where Jesus told him to go, when he went back to his family and to his friends who saw the utter darkness, the hopelessness that he had, and he got to come back and tell them what God has done. I want to read to you John 14, 16 through 18, because it's a promise that God gives us to help us. John 14, 16 through 18. And I will pray to the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him. For he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And that is a promise of Jesus to those that believe and accept him as Lord, that he will send a supernatural helper, God the Spirit, to live in you and to abide in you, to dwell in you, and to help you for your walk, for the rest of your life in Christ. So what I hope you're seeing in today's episode the hope that I see, that you see, is how in Christ we have the most amazing counselor we could ever hope for. In Christ, we have someone who will direct us, who will guide us, and who will bring us through any darkness. He does not shy away. He is not, just like this man in this story, how his, everyone that was in his life was afraid and scared and didn't want anything to do with his darkness. God came, met him in the darkness, confronted it, healed him, and brought him through it. And Jesus Christ can do the very same for you and for me. What is God showing you through this story? How is Jesus, the wonderful counselor promised by God, who has all authority, whose governments, all governments will rest on his shoulders and do rest on his shoulders, how is this story, how is these truths of God helping you to trust him as your counselor and to seek his help when you are going through hard times? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you so much of this story of this man who went through such darkness, Lord. I can't imagine all that he went through, Lord, the the trials and the suffering that he had to go through, how he had to be shackled, Lord, and how he was drawn to a solitary confinement, how he had lost all hope, Lord, how there was darkness that consumed him, how his mind was unsteady, how those that knew him feared him and didn't understand and were terrified of him, 
and yet you sought him out in his darkness, Lord. That you came and confronted directly the darkness that had consumed him, Lord, and you brought him through because you are a mighty deliverer, Lord. There is nothing in this life that you cannot deliver us from. Lord, there's nothing that you cannot bring us through. So Lord, help us to hold on with the kind of faith that saw this man be healed and saved by you. And when everything he wanted was to follow you, you had sent him out in that moment because of the purpose that you had. Lord, help us to have that kind of faith and help us to trust you with any darkness and any trial that we go through, Lord. We pray for your healing. We pray for your hope, Lord. And most importantly, we pray for your presence to come into our life and to counsel us in only the way that you can, Lord. We ask all of these things to the praise of your glory in the name of our one and only Savior, Jesus Christ, and all God's people said, amen. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of 5-Minute Discipleship. Take care.